to every believer, to every sensible believer, to someone who thinks, to someone who's a child of God, at this point in time, cannot stay without fasting. To every Christian, somebody who calls themselves God's child, you cannot deal with this moment without prayer and fasting. You, you must be joking. This is the most important moment where Christians should stand up and pray. Somebody who uh, calls on the name of God should pray. Now, I bring unto you this program of prayer and fasting. And in this program, we're going to pray and we're going to fast and seek the face of God. Is it possible, prophet, that other people are in some situations, are struggling, are in problems, and only me not struggle and not be in problems? Wow, it is possible. I bring to you this message, the Goshen anointing. The Goshen anointing. Or the God of Goshen. I just want to share with you this message. Uh, the Lord has been putting in my spirit for quite some years now, but I've not preached it before. And it would be more important for me to share with you about the Goshen anointing. There's an anointing in the Bible which is called the Goshen anointing. In this level, you can access, have access to some, some privileges in a moment where some people are not having those access or, or having those opportunities. And you can be preserved from trouble. My Bible says, you know, I shall give you instead of this one. My Bible says so. What does that mean? It means God can save you. And at the very same time, those who didn't call unto him can be in trouble. And we just want to pray together as we call upon God of Goshen. Goshen anointing, it is a, a special anointing that um, when it comes on a person, you see, you are preserved. There is this preservation that comes upon you. You know, as I said to you, that forget about the, the sickness, that uh, the coronavirus. I said to you, this is it's supposed to happen. We, we can't pray it out. It's supposed to happen as Jesus prophesied, such type of things will, will come. And it will pass. Another thing is going to happen, it will pass. Because Jesus is, is, is supposed to, um, to have all his words be fulfilled. So, we're going to have all these things coming and passing because Jesus said they will happen before rapture. But, you see, as a child of God, it's not important for you to face these things to be happening to you. There is a special anointing that I've seen in the Bible that can save you and protect you. Wow. Let's read in the Bible, in the book of um, Genesis 45, all right, from verse 9. Haste ye and go up to my father and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, mm -hmm. God hath made me lord of all Egypt. <clears throat> yes. Come down unto me, tarry not. And thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, mm. and thou shalt be near unto me. Mm. Thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy heads, mm. and all thou hast. Mm. And they I will nourish thee, mm. for yet there are five years of famine. Mm. Least thou and thy household, and all that thou hast, mm -hmm. come to poverty. Mm -hmm. And behold, your eyes see, mm. and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, yes. 
yes. that it is my mouth that speaketh unto you. Mm. And ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt mm. and of all that ye have seen. Mm. And ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. Mm. And ye fell upon his brother's his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept upon his neck. Mm. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. Mm. And after that, his brethren talked with him. Mm. And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, mm. saying, Joseph's brethren are come. Mm. And it pleased Pharaoh well mm. and his servants. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Say unto thy brethren, This do ye, let your beast and go, get you unto the land of Canaan, and take your father and your household in, in and just, just come a moment. unto me. In just a moment. In verse 9, it says what? It says, now, if you start from verse 8, you find out uh, that Joseph actually is in Egypt. Right there in Egypt, he is sending a message. And this message he's sending, he's sending this message to uh, his father. He says, go and tell my father. I am actually in Egypt, not because it was something evil or bad, but God sent me here. Now in verse 8, so now if it was uh, uh, not you that sent me hither, but God. Right? So he acknowledges that he's in Egypt because God sent him to go to Egypt. In verse 9, the Bible says, Haste ye and go up to my father and say unto him, Thy says, thy son Joseph, God has made me Lord over Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not. So he's acknowledging that God has increased him and made him great in Egypt. Then verse 10, And thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen. Did you hear that? Thou shalt you dwell in the land of Goshen. The prophetic meaning of the word Goshen, it is the land of preservation. The land of preservation. The word Goshen, the, the prophetic word Goshen, it actually means the land of preservation. It also means the land of plenty or the land of multiplication. So the word Goshen, I'll be dealing with, with it from the uh, preservation perspective. So the word Goshen actually means to be preserved. So uh, when we are dealing with Goshen, Joseph says, go and tell my father. And remember, for some of you who may not understand the whole story, uh, Joseph was a son of, uh, of Jacob. Jacob had 12 children. And among them, there was a son called Joseph. This son Joseph was loved by Jacob. And they were dwelling in their land. And as they were living in, uh, um, uh, in, in Canaan, time came when um, Joseph uh, had dreams and all these type of interpretations which his brother didn't like. And eventually they sold him to, to the people of Egypt, and we know the story, and I don't want to do much on that story. So they sold him to the land of Egypt, where he was working in the um, uh, 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 king's palace. And he was working there, he was in the house, and we saw the, the, the story continuing saying that uh, a moment in time came whereby the wife of the king wanted to rape him. And she changed the whole story and said, actually, it was uh, Joseph who wanted to rape him. And we see Joseph being arrested and he was in jail. 
And in jail, we see Joseph walking out of jail because he interpreted the king's dreams. And when he was out, he was made to become the prime minister of Egypt. Now, there was hunger back home. The, the only brothers, his own brothers who sold him, had no food. In search of food, they went to Egypt. Right in Egypt, they met their brother. They didn't know it was actually their brother whom they had sold. When they went there, they met their brother. Their brother was now a prime minister. They couldn't think, you know, their brother could be one time become a prime minister in Egypt. So, and they're outside trying to beg food and trying to do this, and their brother recognized them. But they did not recognize him. So time came when he introduced himself to say, well, I'm your brother, the one you saw, the one you wanted to kill, it's me. So he said to them, go and call my father to come along. Right, so it's a long story, I don't want to share with you a long story. Tell, tell him to come here and tell him it is not you who sent me here. Let him know it is God. Now there was a purpose. What purpose? Then he says, in verse 10, and you shall dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, and um, thy children, thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy herds, and all that thou hast. And then will I nourish thee, for yet there are five years of famine. Lest thou and thy household and all that you have come to poverty. Now he says to them, if you don't come to the land of Goshen, all what you have, including yourself, will come to poverty. And I want you to understand this statement. If you don't come to Goshen, everything you have shall come to poverty. So come, tell my father that he must come over here. When he comes here, when you come here, you, your children, your children's children, your herds, your, your cattle, all things that you have will not come to poverty. But if you don't come to a place called Goshen, if you don't reach a place called Goshen, I want you to understand that Goshen is located to the west coast, you know, of the delta of the river Nile. And, and he says, if you don't come to this place, this place is in Egypt, but it's separate. It's not like any other place. It became a supernatural place. And the Bible says, if you come to this place, you, you shall be preserved from poverty, from any problem that is supposed to come on the first of the land. You shall be preserved. Come to this land. How do we know that he's saying that it shall be preserved? He says, for there are other five years of famine. If you don't come to this place, if you don't come to this level, if you don't come to this land, immediately you don't, you shall face. And I want you to understand this statement. You shall face the famine. I'm saying here as a prophet, there is a level in the spirit where when you reach there, you may not face the famine which other people can face you may not face the trouble which other people may face 
you may not face the consequences which other people may face. It's a level. To some people may ignore this message, abandon it, and think it's just like I'm talking. Wow, that's how life is. Somebody's food is somebody's poison. And I want you to get, uh, understand and get this information right. Because the Bible here says, when you come to this place, you will be preserved. You shall be preserved from the famine. You, your children, your children's children, and everyone else shall be preserved. Now, I want to show you this. And behold, your eyes see, that's 12, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin, that is, um, that it is my mouth that speaketh unto you. And you shall tell my father and all of my glory in the land of Egypt. And all that you have seen and you have rehearsed and bring down my father hither. Well, what would the father do? The message was communicated to the father that there is a level, there is a place. If we go to that place, the famine will not touch us. What would the father do? The father understands the principle of accessing things of the supernatural. He says we will not just go. There are some certain things we must observe and follow. For us to reach the Goshen level, oh my God, I'm talking to somebody right here. The father says there are some certain requirements we must do in the spirit for us to access or to reach the Goshen level. If you're watching me now, hear me. We are dealing with the anointing of preservation, the anointing of Goshen, the Goshen anointing, or the message is also called the God of Goshen. There is a God of Goshen. He is a God of preservation. When you reach into this level, when you get into this atmosphere, you are preserved. What destroys other people? It does not destroy you. I have taken so many years before sharing this message to you. And I use this anointing in many moments. Whenever I first problem, any turmoil that I first in life, I use the Goshen anointing and I get preserved all the times. When people feel like now major one is going to go down, everybody's thinking he's going to go down. Wow, I just call the God of Goshen. And guess what, what happens? I get preserved. And all people who are around me, they know that the other name I use, whether on my profiles or on what, I use the word Goshen. Why? Because this word Goshen is a word of preservation. It is an anointing I normally use. If you want to be preserved, if you want to be preserved, even some of my companies, they are called Goshen. And I want you to get that right. So Goshen, it is, it is an anointing that makes somebody to be preserved. When you use this anointing, you get preserved. You get total preservation from anything that destroys other people. This is why what can destroy somebody, it can't destroy me because I use the Goshen anointing. And if you're watching me now, I will be praying with you. The Goshen anointing, you shall be preserved. I'm saying this to you. You shall be preserved. Prophets always come with a message at a particular period of time. And they speak that message and communicate it for people to observe. Now, hear this. What did Jacob do? Jacob is being told by his son, Joseph. Dad, I know that is, you are in problems. But there are more problems about to happen. 
how does Jacob, I mean, how does Joseph, how, who tells him that there is five years more of famine? Who is telling Joseph? Something here is not making sense. It can only be the divine intervention speaking to Joseph. There is a level of famine about to hit the land. You must move from where you are and settle in a land of Goshen. You will not face the, the famine. So I'm saying to you, there's a level, there is something about to hit more that is going to come as a consequence or consequences of what we are facing at this period. And I want to push you to a level where it's a place in the spirit. When you reach into this spirit, uh, uh, spirit level, you get preserved, you and your family. The Bible says, and your children, and your children's children, even your herds, the things you have, your job, your calling, your ministry, your, 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 your life, your health, your finances, your business get preserved. So it's a level that I want to usher you to. As I'm saying, if you're watching me, have your oil with you. Just have your oil with you. If you have your oil, that is. If you don't, no problem, we'll still pray. Now, so the Bible speaks a, a very interesting uh, point. Joseph, after sending the message to the father, the father gets into the spirit. And the father points one of his sons. And he says to him in verse 28, And he sent Judah before him unto Joseph. Remember, Jacob had 12 children. But he said he sent Judah to Joseph. To direct his face unto Goshen. And they came into the land of Goshen. Did you hear that statement? Jacob understands the spiritual principles. Out of all the 12 children he has, he is choosing one son. And his name is Judah. He says, go and meet Joseph and he must take you to the land of Goshen. Why? Because the word Judah, it actually means praise. So we can actually, if you read in 2 Chronicles 20, from verse 15, going downwards, you also find out that Jehoshaphat also sent Judah to go first, and they won the battle. Who shall go first? Judah shall go first. So Judah actually is praise. We don't access this level in the spirit without the anointing of praise. If you're watching me now, understand me. There are people who, when they meet trouble, they praise God. When they meet a situation, they praise God. All you can do is to praise God. There are people who are scared, who keep on fighting the battles, who keep on fighting the enemy. And there are people who just praise God. God, I praise you. I worship you because you preserve me. I thank you because you are God. So thank God for your job. Thank God for promotion. Thank God for your life. Thank God for great things about to happen. You begin to thank God for everything. In the moment you begin to do that, you are being pushed to a Judah, uh, to a Judah anointing, which ushers you to the Goshen place. To the God of Goshen. Now we hear from the scriptures. And I'm speaking to you now if you're watching. That you can access the Goshen anointing. It's not just a physical place. It's a supernatural place. You can move into the anointing of Goshen. Where you can begin to be preserved from what has happened to other people. 
not affecting you because you are in the Goshen place in the spirit. You are in the Goshen place of preservation. And in the moment you begin to worship God and praise him in every moment, I want you to understand that you get yourself into the Goshen place. But you need somebody to usher you there. And that somebody must be Judah, praise, songs of worship. The Bible says, and Jacob said, Judah will be in front of us. Judah will be in front of us. And he's going to take us to the land of Goshen. It doesn't make sense to me because Judah is not Joseph. Joseph and, 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 and um, Jacob, they are all being led by Judah unto Goshen. So we're going to have a moment of worship. Just thank God. Just to worship God for who he is, for what he has done before I anoint you. Because I'll be anointing you into this level, into this anointing. When you go and get into this level of anointing, I'm telling you, the preservation upon your life is amazing. Now today, I will share with you, okay, there are uh, six things or six preservations that happen when you're in a Goshen level. There are six preservations. Six preservations that happen when you are in the Goshen level. So there are six, six preservations when you are in the Goshen, Goshen anointing. So the first preservation that happens, I've told you how to get there. We must put Judah first, right? Now, let's go to first, first, as I said, first. <laughs> let's go to um, uh, Exodus 9, verse 25 to 26. The Bible says, And the hail smote throughout all the land of Egypt, and all that was in the field, both men and beast. And the hail smote every herb of the field, and broke every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hell. And the hell smote throughout all the land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both man and beast. And the hell smote every herb of the field, and broke every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was no hell. Did you hear that? So there was hell hitting the whole land of Egypt. Apart from one area. If you look at the area on the map, geographically, it does not make sense. Because this place is engulfed. Goshen is engulfed within Egypt. But the whole surrounding area, it was hell. But only in the Goshen, there was preservation. Now, hell represents trouble. Hell, when somebody says, I'm moving in a strong storm. There's a storm in my life. It actually means that they are in serious problem. They are in a certain trouble, in a particular situation that they are facing. Now, did you hear that? So when somebody says they are in a certain problem, uh, uh, when they say, I'm, I'm passing through such a hell, it means they are in a particular situation. It's a storm that they are facing. But the Bible says the whole land of Egypt was in this storm. Only the Goshenas, the Goshenas, the Goshenas were safe. 
I want to release this anointing to you. There's a level where you can be preserved. I want to anoint you, you and your family. What is hitting the world? It shall hit the world, yes. But you and your family, you shall be preserved. Your calling will be preserved. Your ministry will be preserved. Your prayer life, your spiritual life will be preserved. Your, your finances will be preserved. Your health will be preserved. It's the Goshen level. It's the Goshen anointing that I'm about to release right now in the name of Jesus. So if you're watching me now, get ready because something's about to happen. If you have your oil, just get the oil right now and put on your, on your, on your palm because we're about to pray right now. We want to thank God for our lives. We want to thank God for everything that he's doing to us. If you're watching me now, it's a moment to thank God. Just have that moment to worship God. We'll be going to our knees and just to, to praise God and thank him for what he's doing. And we were worshiping God. If, you, if you're with me right now, we want to give God all the praise. We just want to give God. We thank God for the life, the gift of life. We thank God for the protection. We thank God in the name of uh, of his son Jesus. We thank him for uh, fighting our battles. We thank him right now, wherever you are. Begin to praise God. Just start worshiping him. Begin to worship him right now before I anoint you. Begin to worship God. Worship him. Thank him. Give him all the praise. Give him all the honor. Give him all the praise. Give him all the honor right now in his holiness. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Just worship God right now. Just worship him wherever you are. Worship God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. Yahweh is his holy name. We thank him and we bow him uh, before him right now. And we adore him and we exhort him. At this point in time, we worship him, we bow and we lift our voice. We lift our praise to him. Worship him wherever you are. At this point in time, just worship God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give God all the praise. Give God all the praise. Give him all the praise. Give him all the praise. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. All the pastors join me. Everyone wherever you are. Worship the king of glory. Just worship the king of glory. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Everyone wherever you are. Worship God. Praise him for his mercy. Praise him for his holiness. Worship him. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Keep on worshiping. Maso prakida suva. Radia so. Radia so. Mento so prakida adushke pradiga. Radigo su pranigo faato. Radia su radigo santa pranigo faate. Meradia so. Meradia so. Je prakido so prakia mando. Keep on worshiping God. Worship him. Worship the Lord. Worship him now. Give him the praise. Give him the praise. Give him the praise. Give him the worship. Give him the worship. Give him the worship. He deserves our praise. He has been fighting for us. He has been setting us free. He has been healing us, protecting us, guiding us. In the name of Jesus, we worship him right now. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Worship him right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'd like to welcome you all into this wonderful, uh, spectacular moment. For we believe that prayer can change things. There is nothing that can change anything than prayer. Prayer is the only thing that brings the divine intervention on earth. There are so many activities happening on earth, but when prayer is involved, the divinity or the divine presence of God is dropped, is brought, is influenced, or it is 
engaged, um, it, it is actually invited to a particular location or place. There is nothing that brings God's attention and presence in a particular building or a particular town or a particular house than prayer. So prayer can change anything. Prayer can change the entire nation. Prayer can change the whole area. Prayer can change events. Prayer can make things to turn around and, and things can happen by prayer. So it's very, very important to understand the, the dynamics and, 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 and the power that is in prayer. So when you are praying, more especially when you're in fasting as well, it, it, it just makes things to happen. Wow. I'm into this program of um, uh, where I'm doing uh, about uh, prayer and fasting. We are praying for a certain level in the spirit, which is called the Goshen level. There is a level in the spirit, um, or, uh, which I also call um, uh, uh, my teaching, which I'm teaching now. It's also called the anointing of Goshen or the Goshen anointing. Or you can call it the God of Goshen. Now, I did say to you yesterday to say um, the word Goshen originates in the Old Testament, where you find it in Egypt. And in this place, it was not a, a geographical place. No. It was a spiritual name which existed in the days of the Israelites, which that name disappeared. Immediately they left. It's no longer called Goshen. Because Goshen, it's not a, it's not a town. It was a place describing the place of the spirit. It was a level. It was an anointing. So the word Goshen simply means preservation or a place of safety. And as I said, it's a place of safety or preservation. It also symbolizes the meaning of abundance and supply. The word Goshen. It is found in the eastern region um, of the delta coast of the Nile River in Egypt. It is a place which existed then. Now, I want you to understand one thing that is very, very important right here when we are dealing with the Goshen place. Yesterday, I did mention about what happens in Goshen. I also mentioned about events that happen when you move into the Goshen level. And I did say to you yesterday to say, the Bible says Joseph sent information to go to his father to say, Father, can you come to me? Because there's a famine. And for you to protect yourself from famine, you must come to a Goshen. And he said, when you come to Goshen, you will survive from the famine, not only you, but your family, the children, your children's children, all things you have shall survive when they shall come to Goshen. And we see when they were going to Goshen, the Bible says they took Judah to go first. And the word Judah means praise. And I said it to you that when you begin to understand the power that is in praise, you meet a certain calamity, you praise God. You meet a certain situation, you praise God. The moment you begin to praise God in the moments of happiness and in the moments of sadness, you begin to create a Judah level that ushers you to a place of safety. The Bible says, he who dwells in the secret place of almost high God. The word secret place there, it is actually the word Goshen. So the Bible says, he who dwells in Goshen shall dwell, shall dwell. The word Goshen there, it's the hiding place, the secret place. 
So there is an anointing that I said that you can receive in, this, in, in, in these moments where the whole world now is talking about the coronavirus. And I said to you, don't just look at the coronavirus. It may not affect you, but the consequences of it will affect you. There will be financial problems in the world. People become poor. Those who are in businesses, they will lose their businesses. A lot of things will happen. But when you are preserved, when you are preserved, all the troubles will not touch you. Why will they touch you? Because you are preserved. Where will you be preserved? In Goshen. There's a level in the spirit, a supernatural place called Goshen, which you can take this anointing of Goshen and hide in it and be preserved. So when you get the Goshen anointing, you get preserved. It's a, it's a serious level in the spirit, which you need to receive. And when you receive it, you get preserved. That's a, fantastic. That's wonderful. That's powerful. Now, I, I want you to get this revelation and keep it proper well. Keep this, this revelation very well. It's very, very amazing if you get this revelation right. It's very, very important. Get preserved by understanding the anointing of preservation, which is the Goshen anointing. It will preserve you. Whatever the world is going to go through, whatever is happening in the world, when you receive the Goshen anointing, you shall be preserved. All right? So um, then I also mentioned yesterday that, that uh, one of uh, the events we saw was Exodus 9, verse 25 to verse 20. Exodus um, 9, verse 25 to verse 20. What does the Bible say? Exodus chapter 9, verse 25. Yeah, yeah. The Bible says, And the hail smote throughout all the land of Egypt, mm. all that was in the field, both man and beast. Mm. And the hail smote every herb of the field, mm. and break every tree of the field. Mm. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel were, was there no hell. So there was a hell, a hailstorm, came with the whole land of Egypt. But only one small place called Goshen, hell, did not go there. Why? Because Goshen is a place of safety. It's a place of preservation. Whatever the enemy is going to bring to other people, other families, it will not come to you. If you receive this level, the Goshen anointing, all right? So we are seeing number one. Number one, we are looking at it as it's a place of safety. No matter the hell may blow, if you stay in the Goshen, you are hidden from anything that the enemy may bring. I also said to you yesterday that I have made troubles. I have made persecutions. And I'm saying to you, I will never go down. And I know why. Because I dwell in the Goshen anointing. If you get this level of Goshen anointing, no matter what people may say, try to bring you down, they will never bring you down. Because you live in the Goshen anointing. So the Goshen anointing is very, very important. Number two, we have said number one, in Goshen there's no hell, no problems, no troubles can reach you when you are in Goshen. They can touch everyone else apart from you. Number two, promotion. If you want to be promoted, if you want to move, what's the, what does the word promotion mean? There are people who think promotions for those who are working and then uh, they, are, they are promoted. No. The Bible says promotion does not come from the east. The Bible says promotion does not come from the west. The Bible says promotion comes from above. So the word promotion 
does not mean when you are receiving a better salary. No, promotion simply means God taking you from one level, putting you to another level. So when you are into Goshen, God begins to promote you. And guess who promotes you? He even makes people who don't, don't even know God to start creating vacancies for you, promotions for you. People who you don't even know, they, they'll begin to phone you to give you a job, to give you something, to give you a contract when you're in Goshen. The Bible speaks of the people of Israel. The moment they reached in, in Goshen, the Bible says, and the king began to say, everyone in Goshen must be promoted. Did you hear that? Wow. Let's read the, the, the Bible. In Genesis 47, from verse 5, right? From verse 5 to 7. Genesis 47. And Pharaoh spake unto Joseph. Now, who spoke? Pharaoh. And Pharaoh was the president. He was the king. What did he say? Saying, Thy father, thy brethren are come unto thee. Mm -hmm. The land of Egypt is before thee. Mm -hmm. In the best of the land, make thy father and brethren to dwell. Mm -hmm. In the land of Goshen, let them dwell. They should dwell in which land? The land of Goshen. Okay. Did you, did you hear that? They've just arrived in Goshen and the president makes an order. He says, any man you know in Goshen, make him a ruler over my cattle. How? Because when you live in Goshen, it's a level where even promotion, you don't even have to apply for anything. Promotions, jobs, things, projects, they begin to follow for you. I can give you a testimony. I have never applied in all my company, all my business I do, I have never applied for any, any, any position, anywhere, for any job, for anything in my life. They find me because of the Goshen anointing. You know, contracts, governments, what? They say, we, wanna, we want you to do this for us. We want you to do for us. Why? Because I understand the secret in the spirit. There is a level in the spirit you can acquire today called the Goshen. In this fasting, I want you to be promoted, to move from where you are spiritually, physically, financially. Your prayer life, your, your, your relationship with God, you must move from where you are to another level. When you are in Goshen, even enemies speak for you. You see, when they were in Goshen, promotion began to locate them. They were not promoted, but when they reached into Goshen, immediately, Pharaoh began to say, I need them to be promoted. So today we'll be praying, every person, that God preserve my life from destruction. Preserve my life from destruction. Promote me to another level. Take me and move me to another level. And God will take you from where you are into another level. Oh, praise be to God. I'm feeding the fire of prayer right here. The Bible says, The land of Egypt is before thee in the base of the land. Make the father and the brethren dwell in the land of God, in the land of Goshen. Let them dwell. And if thou knowest any man of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. And Joseph brought in Jacob, his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed them. This is an amazing thing. I'm saying this to you. If you're watching me right now, God should, should preserve you. You cannot be in the same level. He will preserve you in Goshen. In Goshen. The Bible says you shall dwell in Goshen. You shall move from there in, in the realm of the spirit into another level. I hope you're hearing this, right? 
All right, so let's see another thing. So number one, we say in Goshen, God will preserve you from hell, from the hailstorm, which others are facing. You, you don't face it. Number two, in Goshen, you get promoted. Number three, in Goshen, you get multiplication. Everything you begin to do shall multiply. If you're hearing me, say I'm hearing you, prophet. Everything you do in Goshen begins to multiply. Whatever you touch in Goshen begins to multiply. In Genesis, uh, same chapter 47, verse 27. 47, verse 27. Verse number 27. All right. The Bible says, Now the Israelites settled in Egypt, in the region of Goshen. They acquired property there, and were fruitful, and increased greatly in number. Wait. Wait. Read again. Verse 27. Now the Israelites settled in Egypt, in the region of Goshen. Goshen? Mm -hmm. Acquired property there, and were... Acquired what? Property. Properties. Where? In Goshen. In Goshen, okay. And were fruitful. And they were what? Fruitful. Fruitful, uh-huh. And increased greatly. And what? Increased. In King James Version, it says, And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein, and grew, and multiplied exceedingly. Exceedingly, they multiplied. There was a multiplication in Goshen. You see, is it the acquired property in the land of Goshen? When you get into the Goshen level, God said, You see, Joseph said, Tell my father to come. When he comes here, he must stay in a place of preservation. And they called that name of that place Goshen. If you want preservation at this period, you want your family to be preserved. You want everyone you know to be preserved. You want your company to be preserved. Your ministry, your calling, your prayer life, your, your marriage, your relationship, this is, a, this is it. We are praying for this fasting. Your health to be preserved, this is it. So wherever you are at this point in time, we are getting into a level of prayer. Masho Prakadas. Rendisco fatia praato vaadia. Meko shopra atkos, ranto sofradigos. I got pastors here. I got men of God right here. Uh, all ECG pastors. Most of them are right here. They are right here and they're connected. And I'm seeing them right here and, and they're all here to pray together with us as we pray today for preservation. And we are praying for two things today. We are praying for promotion. God should raise you up from where you are to another level. Whether spiritually, whether anything you do, your children, yourself, your family, don't be comfortable where you are. God should move you. He should preserve you from any spirit of destruction that can distract you to remain where you are. We don't want you to remain where you are. There must be a shift. The law of the spirit is moving from one level to another. Hear me. The law of the spirit is moving from one level to another. The law of the spirit does not mean to stay where you are and be comfortable. No. The law of the spirit, we keep on moving. The Bible says, for the kingdom of God from the days of John the Baptist has been advancing. Did you hear that statement? The Bible says has been fortifically advancing. 
The word advancing means moving from one level to another level to another level. It means the anointing has been increasing. You see, as years are going, the kingdom is advancing. Only you, you are being left out. So today you are refusing. I don't want to be left out. I need anointing of Goshen. The Goshen anointing to move me. Even kings, presidents, lawyers, kingdoms, nations, companies will phone you. And they say, uh, we want to do something for you. We want to give you this. We want to work with you. Why? Because there's a level in the spirit called the Goshen anointing. And I want to release this anointing to you as you pray. God, give me the anointing of Goshen. Preserve me from destruction. Preserve me from famine. Preserve me from sickness. Preserve me from trouble. I receive the Goshen anointing. Promote my life. And multiplication. The Bible says, and they multiplied. You see, the things you touch, as I said, the principle of the kingdom, it is multiplication. The secret of the kingdom is multiplication. God made man for one reason. The Bible says for him to multiply. The only thing that you must understand is God wants you to multiply. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, so God created a man in his own image, in the image of God created he, him. Male, female created he, them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply. So God made man to multiply. What you have, your business must multiply. Your spiritual life must multiply. Your church must increase, must grow. There must be multiplication. God wants you to replicate yourself to duplicate more, to, to, to replenish. He wants you to multiply. Whatever you do, there must be multiplication. There's no subtraction in the kingdom. In the kingdom, there is addition. There is multiplication. So as we want to pray today, that God should rise in power. God should rise in power and help you and preserve you from any destruction that will make some people not multiply, that will make some people not be promoted. I can see it as a prophet. Hear me and listen to me. Before this thing has happened to the world, time is about to come where people who are rich, they'll be poor. Those who are struggling, there will even be more struggles in their lives because there's a calamity that has come to the world. And I'm saying to you, may you be preserved from this. May you prosper. May you advance. May you be promoted. May you multiply in this season. May you be preserved from any hell in this season. In the name of Jesus, if you are following what I'm speaking right now, and any declaration, I'm declaring, and I'm praying with you right now, and you believe this is going to happen, it's a moment of prayer. It's a moment that we should pray for preservation. God bless you. It's a moment of prayer, and I want you now to, to start praying, and we'll be praying for promotion, and God to give us promotion, God to raise us up, to take us from where we are into another level. God to move you from where you are into another level. And I have a lot of pastors right here uh, who are watching uh, me with me right here and will be praying for promotion. God to raise somebody from where they are to another level, to a next level. It's very important to understand this. As we're praying right now, wherever you are, God is doing great things. Mighty things are happening to your life. Hear this. The Bible says, the Bible says, there was a man called David. Hmm. 
And this man was a mere shepherd boy. But the moment, the moment, hear this, the moment a prophet came by the name Samuel and anointed him, and anointed him, did you hear that? And anointed him. The moment he was anointed, he was, he was, he was not having any symbol of change. After being anointed, people saw him as still as David. He would walk around and people would be like, oh, there he's going. Oh, we know that boy. Do you understand? But it only took, it only took a short period of time. That's when God began to show people that there's a difference between the anointed and those who were not anointed. There was a special anointing on the head of David. What I'm doing now with you, we are praying for a special anointing of Goshen. When this anointing comes on you, what can affect others? What can touch others? You shall survive in the name of Jesus. You see, when, when a prophet came out and said, let us build an ark, whosoever will be involved in building the ark, when the rain come, shall survive. People didn't take him serious. People thought he's joking. There are people right now who think what you are doing is a joke. That's what happens. It happened in the days of, of Noah. I want you to understand this. It happened in the days of Noah. When he kept on telling people, let's do this for preservation, people didn't take him serious. They said, oh, God will not destroy people. Hear me. Listen to me very well. God wants the obedience. When God comes, he says something, and all he's looking for and requesting is obedience. You build with, with Noah, you survive. You don't, you don't survive. Simple. So I'm saying to you, it's a moment of fasting for three days. And we are praying for preservation. We are calling for the anointing of preservation, the Goshen anointing, when it is upon you. And when they see the, the things of the Spirit, they work with knowledge. The moment you begin to know wherever you go, I have the Goshen anointing. Nothing can happen to me. I cannot be defeated. Nothing can happen to me. In the name of Jesus, I'm preserved. The moment you begin to understand this revelation and live in the revelation, that's how you shall be preserved. But when you forget, you, you now call upon trouble. But you must know that spiritually you are living in Goshen. Supernaturally, you are living in the Goshen anointing. So that's how you get promoted.